What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR on today's episode of the Steelers Blitz. Arthur Motes and I do more yapping about OTAs. We'll catch up with our buddy Brian Backo live from the south side down in Mr. Rooney's backyard taking in OTAs. Uh, we will also talk a little bit about Ben Roethlisberger and some comments that he had to make about Dwayne Haskins. Plenty of OTAs and Steelers-related conversation, but the majority of the show today, where we start today, is the retirement of a Steelers legend, a Pittsburgh legend, a guy who has been a mentor to Arthur Motes and to I, uh, we have to start today's episode by talking about our friend, about our mentor, about our former colleague announcing his retirement today. Of course, I'm discussing none other than Tunch Ilkin. Here we go. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. got a reputation of, uh, of playing a little bit nasty. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? It is the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, rocking and rolling with you here for the next two hours on this Thursday afternoon. It is high noon. You know the drill. we got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair here on the show. It's up to you to figure out the rest. What you should know by now, we will take your questions, your comments, your concerns, your reactions you want to get involved with the program, there's one way to do so. That's on Twitter, at Wesley Euler at DaBody52. DaBody. And, of course, Arthur Motes, today we want everybody's tweets about Tunch Ilkin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a little bit of the Tunch show today, Arthur Motes, and, and that's okay. We have no problem with that. In fact, actually, uh, we are going to lean into that. We are going to enjoy that. You heard me there uh, playing a couple clips. I... Motsi, that's the first thing I did today when I came into the studio this morning. Um, in lieu of the announcement of the retirement of Tunch Yilkin, came in here, tried to find um, some, some different audios. Some, everybody knows the, the Tunchisms, right, um, that we've grown so accustomed to in this city, amongst this fan base, on the Steelers' broadcasts um, over the last decades. A, a guy who is not only a fabric of the Steelers' organization, but a fabric of the community here in Pittsburgh. So we'll play some funny Tunch clips today. We'll have some sentimental, some heartfelt moments as well, too. Uh, but just to get us started here, Motsi, I'm going to read this um, this letter, this story, right, the announcement, if you will, of Tunch Ilkin's official retirement this morning, uh, written by Bob Labriola on Steelers.com, if you want to check this out for yourself. Um, but Tunch retiring to focus on his treatment. Uh, Tunch Ilkin learned from Chuck Knoll, and this is me now, I'm, I'm, I'm reading Bob Labriola's article here from Steelers.com. Tunch Ilkin learned from Chuck Knoll, which means he undoubtedly heard the phrases singleness of purpose and narrow your focus thousands of times. And it should come as no surprise that he took Knoll's teachings and applied them to his life after football. In October 2020, Tunch Ilkin revealed he had been diagnosed with ALS, commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. One of the things he said was, I want to fight this thing with the help of God. I'm not going to lie down and take this lightly. Ilkin has not, is not, and will not take this lightly. And so to narrow his focus and in a demonstration of singleness of purpose, he has decided to retire from broadcasting Steelers games to dedicate himself to his treatment. 
I have had 37 years in the NFL with 14 as a player and the last 23 in broadcasting as the color analyst of the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network, and I've decided to retire, said Ilkin in a statement. I was diagnosed with ALS in September 2020, and I want to spend this time focusing on my treatment and fighting this disease. I would like to thank Steelers president Art Rooney II, the Steelers organization, and the fans for their continued support and prayers at this time. Ilkin might be retiring from broadcasting, but he doesn't live the life of a retiree, and he's not taking ALS lightly. His treatment entails visits three times every week to his chiropractor, who treats him with a cold laser, to go along with regular visits to former teammate John Kolb's training facility, Adventures in Training with a Purpose. There, Ilkin gets in the pool and runs on the underwater treadmill. Also, each Wednesday includes a morning walk through the streets of Mount Washington, and he is joined in that exercise by Pittsburgh Police Chief Scott Schubert, longtime friend and former NFL defensive lineman Leo Wisniewski, John Kolb, Tim Calusi, and guys from his Bible study group. We walk for an hour every Wednesday, and then we go to the statues at Point of View Park on Mount Washington, and we pray, said, said Tunch. A two-time Pro Bowl tackle for the Steelers, Ilkin obviously was blessed with an above-average level of athleticism, but he admits running on that underwater treadmill at adventures and training with a purpose wasn't something he took to immediately. When I'm on that underwater treadmill, I always remember the time when Chuck Knoll was running on a treadmill and me and Wolf and Terry Long were there working out too. Chuck was shuffling and doing footwork that offensive linemen do while he was on the treadmill, and then he jumped up at one point and fell, and he looked like a bottle of Coke rolling around, said Ilkin. <laughs> we all cracked up, and I think of that just about every time I'm doing my underwater running. But Ilkin has conquered the awkwardness he initially felt and is proud that he recently hit a personal best of 2.4 miles on the treadmill where the water level sometimes reaches as high as his shoulders. During the workout, Ilkin also includes the shuffle steps and other footwork he used during his career as an offensive tackle, maybe to th keep things from getting boring and maybe also as a tribute to Chuck Knoll. Ask Ilkin how he's feeling and his answer is definitive. I feel good and it's apparent he's not blowing smoke. Among the listed symptoms of ALS are muscle weakness and problems with coordination, but neither of those are evident when you're in his presence. His handshake is still firm, he walks with a purpose, and at a pace that can be challenging to match. As they say in the football business, he passes the eye test. The way Ilkin views his many years in football, first as a player and then as a broadcaster, he had the good fortune to be coached by a legend in Chuck Knoll and then to work in the broadcast booth with two more in Bill Hillgrove and Myron Cope. My first year with the Steelers was 1998, and we played the Hall of Fame game, said Ilkin about his broadcast debut in a game that kicks off the NFL preseason each summer. I drove Myron to Canton because he wanted to smoke. <laughs> Myron <laughs> said to me, okay, okay, Tunch, Bill will speak, <laughs> then I will speak, then I'll signal you when it's your turn to speak. So we get into the game, and one of the first plays had Bill calling a run where LeVon Kirkland made a tackle. Myron followed up with something like Kirkland really killed that running back and then looked at me as it was my signal to say something, and I just froze. I froze. <laughs> Cope was known to be a stickler for proper broadcasting booth procedure during games, but Ilkin said he never had any issues fitting in or any difficulty being accepted. I loved Myron, said Ilkin. He taught me to not be so complex. He always said to me, Tunch, don't be so complicated when you're talking about football. When the Steelers got to Super Bowl 40 after the 2005 season, Myron had retired, and Bill called him before the game to chat. When I got on the phone, I asked Myron, do you have any advice? All he said, don't say something stupid. 
it can laughs at that now, but earlier in the run through the playoffs to that Super Bowl against Seattle at Ford Field in Detroit, the Steelers were in Indianapolis for a divisional round game against the top-seeded Colts in the RCA Dome. With 80 seconds left and the Steelers clinging to a 21-18 lead, Joey Porter and James Ferrier combined to sack Peyton Manning to turn the ball over to the offense at the Indianapolis two-yard line. Steelers fans were ecstatic, and Ilkin was right there with them. So after Joey Porter sacked Peyton Manning and we got the ball to two-yard line, I said on the radio, pack your bags, we're going to Denver, <laughs> said Ilkin. And then Jerome fumbled, and the Colts recovered and ran the ball back out the near midfield. And so I said, call the travel agents and unpack those bags. <laughs> <laughs> Ilkin pointed to the Super Bowls as an obvious highlight of his time in broadcasting, but so were the annual trips to Cleveland when the Steelers would face the Browns. Before Myron retired, we would ride together to Cleveland every year for the game against the Browns, said Ilkin. I would drive. The first time I offered to drive Myron to Cleveland, he asked me, can I smoke? And I said, Myron, my dad smoked, so I was around smoking growing up. You can smoke. He would sit in the passenger seat, smoke, and imitate Buddy Rich playing the drums. He was as much as Ilkin, uh, but as much as Ilkin treasured his time with Cope, nothing was as special as when Wolfley joined the broadcast team as a sideline reporter. And then that morphed into the longtime teammates and lifelong friends doing a two-hour, five-days-a-week talk show, you know it here is Inside the Locker Room, that aired locally throughout the Steelers' season. During training camp, Inside the Locker Room was broadcast from a tent just outside Benedict Hall on the campus of St. Vincent College. And during the season, was often located inside a conference room in the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex, just a couple of first downs away from the team meeting room where Coach Mike Tomlin would roll the video and critique the team's most recent performance, often at a high volume. Training camp was always easy, said Ilkin, uh, about doing the two-hour show with Wolf every day. Wolf and I would compare training camp today with what with what training camp was like when we were playing. I had so much fun doing inside the locker room, and if it and if we weren't doing it together, I never would have done a five days a week show. I did it with him, and we did it together. I also loved it when Wolf joined the broadcast team and would come along on road trips. We continue to be roommates. On those trips, like we were as players, we would sit on the bench outside and have a cigar when we got to the team hotel, and then we'd have another one before we'd get on the bus to go to the stadium the next day. There won't be any more road trips or nights in the hotel with his best friend, but Ilkin is too focused on his treatment to allow himself to be dragged down by the end of one chapter of his life, especially when that chapter included so many special people and provided so many wonderful memories. I love Art Rooney II. I love Dan Rooney. I love the coaching staff, especially Mike Tomlin. I'm friends with Mike, and I'd love to play for him because he's so good at coaching up guys. At training camp, I would watch him working with the guys, coaching them, and just by standing there and watching him and listening to him, I've learned defensive back techniques. One time when I was watching film in the Bill Nunn draft room with Ryan Shazier, Mike came into the room and said to us, don't watch the same play over and over again. Let the game wash over you. <laughs> Even at that stage of my career in football, after decades and decades of watching film, that taught me something and ended up helping me. I just had fun. I had fun. I worked with legends, Bill Hillgrove and Myron Cope, and I had fun with those guys. And when the Steelers open the regular season against Buffalo, you can bet I'll be watching the game. Again, if you want to read that for yourself, if you want the, the full article, I'm sure there will be plenty of more on Steelers.com. But that is uh, what the piece that Bob Labriola wrote this morning to announce Tunch Ilkin's retirement. Arthur Motes, I have been blabbing now for entirely too long. Um, as as somebody who has, I was over here really, really quiet, just like, all right, I'm just going to keep waiting. I'm just going to wait. You're just, uh, just warming up the pipes. 
Um, as, as as somebody who was part of the Steelers organization, yeah. just talk to me about what what Tunch means in those locker rooms, walking the sidelines at training camp. He is man. He's such a fabric of the Steelers organization. Come on, man. Tunch Oaken. Tunch. 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 Come on, man. It's, it's Tunch, baby. I mean, first off. Like you said, you can't even call him a great guy. I mean, that's an understatement for it's what understatement. he is, man. Both on and off the field. Obviously, his play speaks for itself. But what he is off the field, I mean, huge mentor. He was big in terms of my mentorship when I came here, especially off the field, just continuing to grow and develop as a man, as a husband, as a believer, and things like mm-hmm. that. So Tunch has always been pivotal in terms of from that standpoint. And I also enjoy the fact that with Tunch, he was always confident in who he is, man. 100%. As a, as a guy, he'll tell you his story, man, coming from a different country, barely speaking the language, to becoming the PA captain, dealing yep. with, you know, his 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 shortcomings and having to overcome that. Obviously, loss of significant people. I mean, yeah. his story is so nuanced. I mean, the 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 pitfalls and the mountaintop experiences. He's, just been, he's that, been through a lot in life. Just that on his own is impressive. And yeah. to just see how he was able to conduct himself through it all. I mean, that's the thing that you absolutely love about it. Now, it's unfortunate that, you know, it had to come to an end in terms of his broadcasting career because of an element and things like that. But when you think about how many just pivotal moments, I mean, think about when you play my highlights in here. Who's the guy that's talking? It's Tunch. It's Tunch. Yeah. Like, that and to that, me. And that dates back, too. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? You feel a type of connection. And this is something that a lot of athletes can relate to. Obviously, fans, y'all can relate to it as well because you guys are used to hearing it. But for us, it has a different level of significance because, number one, each play that we make is important. If I make a sack in a game, I'm always going to remember it because it was the sack, right? It was a big deal. But then when you go back and you hear the person giving the 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 reaction to it or describing it as it's going on, they become intertwined. No different. I well, we and James Conner always joke because it's like James is the one that got drafted, but I was the one who spoke on it, right? right? I was the one who announced it, and it just has that unspoken natural bond. And when I think of some of the plays I've made, you talk about that Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. my first sack versus Cam yep. Newton yep. in Pittsburgh. Touch is the guy talking about it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I think of that, it's just like, man, it's such an honor to be able to, number one, have walked with him, right, in terms of this media broadcast field. But at the same time, to have that bond where he was able to, to provide that art description, right, that that beautiful just wordplay to ultimately elevate a play even more to make it from good to a great thing, yeah. something that you can constantly go back and show your kids and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, when I think of Touch, man, Touch, dude, like, love Touch, man. That's my guy, man. The yes. Best. Yeah, he is He's not only a massive part of the fabric of the Steelers organization, certain, certainly here in Pittsburgh as well. Um, the amount of charity work that he does behind the scenes is incredible. Um, and he's been doing that for decades. And and you're just, you're absolutely right. Um, he, he was... Obviously, we know the, the the long career as a player, but from player to broadcaster, um, from from Three Rivers to Heinz Field, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was with the organization as a player, right on the tail end of that '70s success. Got to share the locker room with a lot of the guys that we talk about, yep. right? Um, the 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 Lamberts and the Hams and the Websters, right? I mean, he he was there with those guys. He didn't win Super Bowls with those guys, but he shared a locker room as a young player with those guys. You when know, they that's were, the funny thing. When they were me veterans, and him, me and him would bond over that. 
Yeah, because he was talking about how well, he, he, same, same exactly for you with like Trey Paul. Yes, yes. Guys. So we'd yeah. always have like, yeah. Everybody always assumes that he won a Super Bowl and that I won. He's like, sure. oh yeah, but when you think about it, it's like we missed them, but we yeah. were on the cups. We, we played with great players. I'm like, with I played with Troy. Yeah. I played with Debo. I played with Seven. Like, right, yeah. Right, He's right. like, I played with this guy. I played with that guy. And we're both like, yeah, but we just happened to miss the rings. <laughs> like, God, man. But he is, he, he is both like his, his presence, or I should say lack thereof this mm-hmm. season will, I mean, it will be tangible. Steelers season will oh, yeah. not feel the same without Tunch. He has, he's been a part of the organization for four decades, yeah. from a player to a broadcaster, from from the Chuck Knoll era to the Mike Tomlin era, mm-hmm. from you know BB before Ben, mm-hmm. you know, to, See, to, to what we have now. I funny mean, thing is, you said BB. I was over here like BB and CC Winans, but that just shows why I grew up at. <laughs> so I love, keep it going. And shout out to Tunch, man. He's even on ESPN right now. They got his name that's right, popping up. That, that's how, how you that? know my man is legit. That's awesome. That's, that's how you know awesome. my man's legit I'm glad you on saw that. ESPN at noon just right now. Across the bottom, tickering across. Now, why is ESPN on? We're not worried about that. Well, it's a, listen, we're doing a sports show in here, right? I mean, we got, we got, we always got. It's either, it's either ESPN. Or we're the supposed NFL to be focused Network. on the radio, man. Yeah, Chill out, guys. There, there might be a James Madison program right now who's playing in a uh, College World Series oh. game. Not to give Arthur Motes uh, away. Uh, uh, you anything. talk about another nationally televised game for the women's program at James Madison <laughs> University. That's awesome, though. That's really cool that Tunch's name yes, just dude, scrolled on like, the bottom of the screen. That was beautiful. There. I was looking like, yo, that's my man. Let's get it. That's that. That's the type of like Motes. He is a guy. That's impactful because we both know this. They're not doing that for everybody no. that's retiring in the media broadcast not. field. Trust me, not. it's plenty of people that feel like they're big time in Pittsburgh that can retire from mm-hmm. media right now. No one is going to talk mm-hmm. about it on mm-hmm. ESPN. I saw, I saw Mike, Mike Golick <laughs> yeah. mentioned yeah. it today. This is a big deal, I man. Mean, it's, it, Significant. It's, it's, he is a guy, Motsi, who, you know, we talk a lot about um, – how we enjoy when people get their roses when they're still mm-hmm. they're still with us they're still able to just soak up all that love and that yes. affection. I it, it's nice to see Tunch getting his roses because he he's, deserves them. He's one of those oh guys God, who deserves, deserves the the outpouring of support and gratitude. Again, from from the football gen- standpoint, from the city guy. standpoint, yeah. There's just again, like I I said on Twitter this morning, and and Moats referenced it a few minutes ago. Uh, to call Tunch a great man, it, it'd be an understatement. I mean, that's 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 the understatement of the century, um, and he is he has just tied so much history for this organization, for this city together, and obviously um, we are happy that he is focusing on his treatment, focusing on his family, um, and, and and his and his quality of life. Uh, but like I said, yes, yeah, Steelers season will absolutely not be the same without. We've been very, we've been very fortunate, and I think mm-hmm. Motes. I think it's the reason why I grew up wanting to. It's a big part of the reason why I grew up wanting to do this. Why my first job out of college was in play-by-play, and, mm. and and that's what that was kind of my first goal in this industry. Yeah. You know, ten years ago. Just think of all the names here in Pittsburgh. Oh, no question. From 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 Jack Fleming and Billy Hillgrove and Myron Cope and Tunch Yokin and Craig Wolfley. From Paul Staggerwald and, and, and Mike Lang, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from, from Lanny Terry doing the Pirates broadcasts. I mean, we have just been so stinking spoiled here in Pittsburgh when it comes to our sports broadcasters. It, Absolutely. It, it's and you think about the longevity of them as well. I mean, when you talk about a guy being yeah. able to Grew have the same group for 20-plus years, like you said— 
you could be zero years old and be a grown man if you heard the same voices giving you the play-by-play. Like, it's, that is awesome. I, 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 I'm pretty sure I've shared this story here on this radio before. I know I've told you this, and I've obviously told him this, but it, it bears repeating at a time like this. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was growing up, I, I loved listening to the Steelers and the Penguins broadcasts. You know, and I yeah. grew up before HDTV, okay? I think I was like 15 when HDTV came out. When I was a kid, I loved listening to the Steelers and the Penguins broadcasts. I loved listening to Mike Lang. I loved listening to, to Hillgrove and to Tunch. Um, I was fortunate enough when I was like 15, mm-hmm. Tunch did the Good Friday breakfast message at our church. Okay. And my dad took, you know, my dad was yeah. like, this mm-hmm. was the time that I was really thinking, you know, starting to think, hey, maybe I want to do something in sports broadcasting mm-hmm. when I get older. My dad had had a relationship with Tunch um, through church and had said, hey, you know, Tunch Yokin is speaking. Let's go to this Good Friday breakfast. Right. It'll be good. And then, you know, maybe you could chat with Tunch a little bit afterwards. And Moats, I, I did. After, you know, and Tunch obviously gave, gave a great message and, and we enjoyed the breakfast and he was kind as could be and nice as could be to everybody, right? Like, you know, Tunch is. Oh, yeah. Um, Afterwards, you know, my dad goes up to him and, hey, Chris, how you doing? You know, that's my dad's name. Da, 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 da. Um, this is my son, Wesley. He's interested in sports broadcasting. You know, he's helping out with some of the high school broadcasts that is the football broadcast at his high school. You know, he really likes hockey broadcasting, too. Would you mind if he picked your brain for a couple minutes? And we sat down in one of the pews at our church, Moats, and I, it could have been five minutes. It could have been 50 minutes, you know, that, that I sat there with Tunch. But that just still sticks with me to this day. You know, him sitting down, him answering my questions, um, him telling me, hey, look, you know, listen, you can you can still talk football. You can still talk hockey if you don't make it to the NHL or you don't make it. Because, you know, that's what I was asking. I'm like, do, yeah. I, do I have to play in the NFL? Touch? Is anybody ever going to take me seriously? Like, he just, <sighs> at 15 years old, was willing to, you know, like I said, it yeah. might have only been five minutes that we sat there. But it felt like 50 minutes to me Correct. at the time. Um, that was my first impression of Tunch. That was the first time I've ever met Tunch. That was... 15, 16 years ago, and man, it's 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 only gotten better from there. I was about to say, man, I'm trying to think for me, I don't even know when my first official meeting It's hard sometimes to was remember those Because things. I'm like, for me, I remember us talking on the football field, him and Wolf, one of my first practices at training Probably camp. Probably at Latrobe, yeah. Right, but then I remember us actually doing similar to what you said, like the Good Friday, him speaking mm-hmm. thing. Obviously, he would have the, uh, I think it was called Four Men Only, right? So it was a big uh, yes, Christian outreach right, thing. I remember that. So he was one of the first guys to actually invite me to one of these things. And I think it was at Stage 8E, my first okay. time doing it with him. And that was probably the first, like, legit, okay, we're going to have, like, a conversation, like end up, learn together. each other and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, I feel like it's one of those had to be it. But Every time I've been around him, it's always it's, you're, you're catching gems. Number one, because he's a very knowledgeable guy. He always has a story absolutely. for you. Absolutely, always has a story. Always got a funny anecdote yes, or something. Yes. Yeah, it, it, he's always called me the prince. Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> prince Arthur right there, man. He's, you know, he's just got it, man. You know, you, you're just next in line. That's what he always, he's just next. You, you got up next. Like I, I know you. So it was always just cool to hear that from him. But yeah. that's his vibe. You he, know, he, he's very positive, optimistic, always glass half full type of guy, and that's what you want. You need that. 100%. You you need those type of guys in your life, man. The the, the guys that aren't energy vampires. 100%. That, that regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the variables, the different things that might be going on in this person's life, <laughs> he's always coming with a positive. Yep. Even when you don't even want to hear the po- touch. I don't want to be positive right now, like, touch. He has I, something I positive for night, you. I had a rough day, whatever. Like, I, touch. I don't need your smiling yes, face. Yes. Nope, you, he's, he's bringing that smiling face. You're absolutely right. Like, 
throughout the last year. Mm -hmm. I think throughout the last 15, 16 months, right? Like, I think we all had these moments, you know, maybe particularly during this past winter, Mm -hmm. just beat down by the pandemic, right? Work life had been different. Everything just, I think at at different points, it kind of just caught up with people. Mm -hmm. There'd be times where you and I, it'd be November, it'd be 10 degrees outside, the weather's miserable, Mm -hmm. it's, it's dark out, the Steelers just lost on Sunday, you know, and we'd walk in, you and I would walk into this studio like, yeah. man, like, do we really have to do a show today? You mm. know what I mean? Like, I'd love nothing more than to just lay on the couch yep. and, and play video games all day. Like, do I really? And we would walk into the studio, and what's the first thing we'd say? Tunch, Arthur, hey. well, give us big hugs. Absolutely. How you doing? How's the family? Absolutely. Ask, you know, asking you about the kids, asking me about my dad. Like, infectious, man. And, and, and you're absolutely right. Just impossible to like there's certain people Arthur Motes that it, if, if they're in your life it is impossible oh, for yeah. your life not to be enriched by that person you Listen. know what I mean and, and Tunch is one of those guys and you can't even have a, a legitimate bad day with guys like him you in your life you man can't. like he's always gonna find something positive and like you mentioned too especially coming from a guy like Tunch mm-hmm. right who had a, a, a family who immigrated here and, and, and you know didn't grow up Silver Spoon, Correct. you know, when he was a child, had a had, had you know working class immigrant parents in Chicago, mm-hmm. and he's able to get a college scholarship, and he battles through the addiction issues that he had, and he loses his wife at a young age mm-hmm. tragically, um, <laughs> and he's still smiling, he's still praising God, he's still through it all. I man. mean, if there, if there was anybody right who should be beat down by life, who should be pissed off at mm-hmm. the world. Tunch has had, in a lot of ways, every right to be, uh, but was the complete opposite. And even right now in this situation, think about even in this situation, you read the press release in terms of his mindset, how he's still not looking at this as, man, I'm retiring all, you know, it's the end of the world. Woe is me. No, he's like, bro, I'm trying to kick, you know, ALS's butt. Like, I'm I'm, I'm ready for that now. Like, who's with me? Let's go work up with my man, Cole. And and shout out to John Cole, too, man. about to catch these hands. Absolutely. It's like, you see that, once again, family, though, right? We talk about Steelers being family. 100%. I can tell you for a fact, this isn't happening everywhere where, okay, a player has an issue like this. 20 years down the line, he's able to call up one of his former teammates and go to his facility and and get that type of loving, get that type of work and rehab and rehabilitation. Like, you're not getting that Going everywhere, man. Going on walks man. with one Absolutely. of his other teammates every week. And not even counting the countless other people that have either played with him or been a part of the organization that go in and support him in various things like that. That's not happening everywhere. That's special, man. That's but Pittsburgh, that's, man. That's Pittsburgh and that's for the Steelers. That's part of That's part of why... I, you know, I love this city so much. College and work took me to West Virginia, Ohio, New Jersey, Philadelphia. I couldn't wait to get back here. Arthur Motes, you were how old? 25 before you came to Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah, probably around that age. And and, and you've decided to yeah. raise your kids here and to live, mm-hmm. maybe not the entire rest of your life, but to, but, 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 to raise yes. your family and settle mm-hmm. down here. That's Pittsburgh and that's the Steelers, man. It, that's why we love this place so much because in so many ways it is all the benefits of yeah, a, a, a an iconic franchise, a big city, all mm-hmm. the, the sports, the entertainment, all that stuff that we love so much, with what feels like a very tight knit community. And man, that's just that's a rare bond. The Steelers have it. The city has it. And if you've ever been around Tunchilkin for thirty seconds or more, <laughs> you've got it with. Tunch. I'm gonna say it doesn't take long. 
It does, does not take does long not. at all. It does not. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, it's the Steelers Blitz. It's Tunch Day here yes, on the it show. Is. I can't speak for Yins, but I'm speaking for us. It's Tunch Yoken Day here on the Blitz. Uh, we've got a ton of tweets rolling in here. Thoughts uh, about Tunch, questions for you and I about some memories and some funny things. We'll get to all your tweets when we come back here and we continue this conversation. Uh, real quickly, our buddy Don Juan did tweet um, if we know if he's going to still be doing a locker room show with Wolf. He is not. That uh, that it, it touches. He is is focusing on his treatment. Um, yeah. He will not be doing the Daily Show with Wolf. He will not be doing uh, the Steelers broadcast. Now that doesn't mean he won't be popping in. He won't be doing right, right. Steelers videos and from stuff from time to time. I'm sure he'll be doing appearances and stuff yeah, like he's that. Just from saying, time he can't to time make as well. it. It can't be the full time priority like but he was accustomed cannot, to it, it being. Can, it cannot be. Yeah. You know, doing a for seven months a year, eight months a year, doing a radio yeah. show every day and traveling and realistically, with the team like, on the weekends. Even though I mean, we make light of it and we say it's not you know difficult and things like that. It does. But it's it's time consuming. It's time consuming. It is, especially. Yeah. Um, for Tunch too, when he's traveling with the team every mm-hmm. weekend, and like, it, it's a, a lot, lot times, that goes into it. A man. lot of times, he doesn't get back till one or two a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Monday, and then he's got to be on air a few hours later. Correct. That's 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 just a, a lot that goes into it when you're dealing with these health concerns as well. So. We don't know if that means in the locker rooms being canceled. Who knows? Maybe they pair Wolf with somebody else. Who knows? Maybe there's something that Wolf moats. And I, I, yeah. I, I genuinely, we genuinely don't know. It's not like yeah, we know clue, something man. that you don't know. Um, but yes, in the locker room, as we know it with Tunch and Wolf, um, last season was the final season. We'll continue to get to the rest of your tweets as we roll along here. You know where to get at us if you want to get involved. At Wesley Euler, at DeBody52. DeBody. Talking Tunch here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Don't go anywhere. It's SNR.